This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. friends how's everybody doing today it is a thursday on the workday red zone straight up 12 o'clock i think we've got uh, a decent very tolerable show ahead and we'll go through everything that's on the slate here in just a couple minutes after we get through the intro again this is the workday red zone surely you knew that by now uh we're coming at you from the ticket radio network all over your radio dial and also online at 953theticket.com. Uh, you can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app. You probably already know this part too. Uh, download the TuneIn app, search for KDA, and you'll be all set. If you want to shout at us today, several different ways you can get involved with the program. You can call us on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. That number is 9303776. You can also shout at us. On social media, one place to find is Facebook.com slash The Ticket Radio. And on Twitter, Kara underscore Richie. You can use the hashtag WDRZ. One day we'll get with it and have like Instagram and TikTok and Snapface and everything else, but we're not there yet. I'm Kara Richie, joined in studio for hour one by Keith Merritt. Rooting for the sweep. Yeah, yeah, 12.15 today. Also, of course, here with us is producer Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. And then in uh, an additional voice you're, you will hear today, uh, we bumped back our A-State update one day. Normally we, we do that on Wednesday, but we're going to do that today at 1230 and catch up with Arkansas State's basketball coach, Mike Bellotto. We'll see if he's still got, you know, like a Dominican Republic tan or whatever. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there were some good times to be had. We'll probably squeeze in just a sliver of basketball talk with Coach Bellotto as well. But again, 1230 is when we will have that chat brought to you by Calmer Solutions. Uh, in terms of other news and notes today, uh, Arkansas State football going to be back at it, but uh, tonight they're going to be practicing under the lights. Their second evening practice of the fall slate. It'll be practice number 12, and then it is an off day tomorrow to get ready for the team's second scrimmage of the fall on Saturday. Also in A-State news, women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers announced a new hire for her staff. Angelica Alexander will join the program as the director of basketball operations. And a big note for A-State, there is actually a game that counts tonight as Arkansas State soccer is going to be on the pitch today at 4 o'clock to take on UAPB and open their season. Meanwhile, full slate for the Memphis Grizzlies 22-23 season has been released, and that schedule is highlighted by a franchise record 18 nationally televised games, including that Christmas Day matchup with Golden State. So go ahead and mark your calendars. The season is going to tip off two months from tomorrow, Wednesday, October the 19th. It'll be at FedEx Forum. It'll be against the New York Knicks. And in uh, a game we've already referred to very briefly, Cardinals back at it today. Uh, they've won three in a row. They topped Colorado 5-1 to one last night behind a three-RBI night from Nolan Gorman. 12-15 is your first pitch. 95-9 the Wolf is where you can find it. Or you can, uh, we'll just switch over to play-by-play at about 12-15 and we'll just, that's what we'll do with our time today. I kid because we've got actually a lot to get into over the course of the next couple of hours and we'll start by throwing out the cavanaughcars.com question i want to know who you think is going to be arkansas state football's mvp in 
2022? The easy answer, of course, is always a quarterback because he is the most important player on your team. Yep. But with so many different areas of improvement needed and so many different areas where I think improvement will be seen, I mean, it could MVP this year could come from just about anywhere in terms of position groups. And I think there's a lot of players that could possibly be in the running that we will go through over the course of, of today. Uh, last year, the MVP was maybe one of the defensive ends or a special teamer. Um, there were, again, a lot of areas that, that could have been better. Obviously, Kevon Bennett and JoJo Azugu had phenomenal years last season. Uh, as those, uh, you know, bookends on the defensive line. Uh, Alan Lamar had a great year last year as a returner and a running back. Um, but when you want to talk about players last season that were consistent game in and game out across a 12-game season, it's a short list. Yeah. Again, it's 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 like the defensive ends and, and the special teamers, and that's that's about it. Corey Rucker, of course, had a good season. Uh, but, uh, again, that offense really kind of faltered in the back half of the year. So it's really hard to circle one guy on offense and just feel like they were consistent game in and game out. Um, there are, again, multiple, multiple areas of improvement. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the answers will be today, whether you kind of go with, um, well, I don't want to, calling him low-hanging fruit sounds like an insult, but, again, James Blackman is a quarterback, and that's that's going to be a, a popular answer today. But uh, whether you're looking at him or a running back or wide receiver or lineman or defensive back or whatever else, looking forward to the conversation today on the KavanaughCars.com question. We will also continue looking at the position groups in a little bit more detail. Yesterday it was the defensive line, so today we'll flip it over and look at the offensive line. Because why not? Spoiler alert. I think everybody knows this team is young. I think everybody knows this team is full of newcomers. It gets a little staggering when you see it written down and you start making notes about it. And I tell you what, actually, we'll stop with uh, teasing that segment now. We'll go ahead and hit pause so we can dive into it when we come back and I can elaborate just a little bit more in terms of what I mean uh, on Arkansas State's offensive line. And also get into this question of the day debate as well. So let's go ahead and hit pause. Uh, our phone lines will be open during the break. 9303776. Who will be A-State football's MVP this season? Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Don't go back to school without getting your phone fixed and protected at Cell Phone Station. All iPhone screens repaired in 20 minutes and every cell phone accessory is buy one, get one free. Start your school year off in style with Cell Phone Station and the Highland Shopping Center near Fuji Steakhouse. Shop local for your home and do your part to help as Gamble gives back. Now at Gamble Home. Gamble Home is currently helping kids in our area by collecting new backpacks, school supplies, and shoes. And your gift can turn into savings when you shop at Gamble Home. You can also earn a $200 gas card on qualifying mattress purchases. And Gamble is also letting you trade in your old recliner for a new one and save up to $100. Help Gamble give back and save right now at any Gamble Home location. Shop at the Farville Curve or take it home today from GH Express Uptown on Highland in Jonesboro. 
The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community, bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place, and your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. Linux Industries, 125 years strong in the HVAC industry, is hiring salaried professionals in our Stuttgart commercial manufacturing facility. Linux's customer demand is at an all-time high. And to meet that demand, we have several salaried positions open. We currently have multiple openings for engineers, production supervisors, quality engineers, quality management, and purchasing positions. Linux offers the best overall benefits package in the industry and has been operating in Stuttgart since 1974. If you are ready to grow your career with an industry leader in HVAC and join the premier employer in Southeast Arkansas, then visit linuxinternational.com slash careers. That's linuxinternational.com slash careers. Or text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo. Personally inviting you to join me for the drive it's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it a state in the Sun Belt, arkansas in the sec plus the cardinals grizzlies and especially our local high school coaches and athletes we've got you covered on the drive it truly is a show about local sports plus you never know when a song is going to break out so join will i ain't and me for the drive weekday afternoons from three to six right here on the ticket radio network in times of fear World Vision has been there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've stood with kids and families during some of the world's hardest times. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and support, helping rebuild lives, and empowering entire communities to lift themselves out of poverty. And we're doing the same today. Because rising to these challenges is in our DNA. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, at home and abroad, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Kate hanging out with you on a Thursday. Again, coming up in about 20 minutes, we're going to check in with Arkansas State men's basketball coach Mike Bellotto. He's, of course, he and the Red Wolves. Uh, last, this time last week, we're probably about uh, just getting settled in somewhere in the Dominican Republic. 
They had actually, uh, I guess they had just played their last game this time last week. So they might have been getting, they were, they were, they'd hit the, uh, they'd have done all the hard work. And so then they had, this time last week, they were probably on a beach, probably relaxing. So we'll check. We'll ask him, of course, for the full recap uh, on and off the court when he joins us in, uh, in 20 minutes to recap that trip. In the meantime, our question for you today, who will be Arkansas State football's MVP in 2022 we'll let you think about it for just a moment 9303776 the number to call and yesterday we looked a little bit more in depth at the defensive line and so this week we'll look across the line of scrimmage and learn a little bit more about Arkansas State's offensive line and mentioned this before the break but everybody everybody is aware of how young this A-State football team is right I think so okay so if they're not they haven't been paying attention let me reiterate, though, with this team. Again, the the last time I counted, and please note that this includes walk-ons. This include this includes everybody. They'll they'll cut the roster down just a little bit, of course, before the season starts. And obviously, these are not all scholarship players, and this is not going to be the full travel team. And disclaimer, 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 whatever. There are seventy-two freshmen on this team. Seventy-two, seventy-two. So take all your fingers and toes and count those up multiple times. Seven times and you got two left over. There you go. 72. Now, that is not all true freshmen. That includes the redshirt freshmen. But players, there are 72 players who have either played absolutely zero Division One football. Or played four games or less. Or have played very, 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 very little of it. So... With that in mind, let's look at the offensive line. Now, right now, today, there are 19 offensive linemen listed on this Arkansas State football roster. And again, some of these are, are walk-ons or players uh, that will be on the scout team. But there are, there are 19 players currently right now that if you pull up the roster, it's going to have an OL next to their name. 11 of these 19 have never played a single down of Division I football. 11 of the 19. So, this is going to be the case again with every single position group across Arkansas State football this year. You technically have depth in the sense that you have bodies in a room that can step onto the field if you have a significant wave of injury. But you do not have experience depth like anywhere except the tight end room. I mean, that's it. It's just, it's very, very limited in experience depth uh, across multiple different units and, of course, at, def- at uh, offensive line. Um, 11 players have never played a single down of, of Division One football. You have, an, you have one player <laughs> who played in a game last year. You have one player who played in four games last year. So basically you got about you got about six guys that you can actually look at and say, all right. They're experienced. They're experienced. They're experienced. So we'll start with the experienced guy. And if you want to talk about if you're looking this year, if you're trying to make a ranking of of players, uh, you know, not necessarily who's going to be the A State MVP, but who's the most important player on an A State roster. Ethan Miner at center has got to be way, way, way up close to the top for multiple, yeah. multiple different reasons. But at least with Miner, he's he's experienced. You know, he came in 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 2020. He was on the field a lot when Jacob Still got hurt, 
And he started last season at center, started five games at center before they shuffled up that offensive line. And then he started the remaining seven seven games at, at left guard. So right now, he's your one guy on that roster who started every single game last season. And we've heard Butch talk about how he's grown in the offseason. But you have to have, obviously, that, that captain there of your offensive line. And, of course, it's usually going to be your center. And not only that, but you've got to have... I don't really know how you replace Jacob Steele. And I don't mean his on-field production. I mean in everything else he did for that offensive line and also did to to just be a leader, to be a vocal leader, to engage with fans, to, to talk when times were good, to talk when times are bad. I don't know how you have one single player that replaces that. You really don't. You're going to need multiple players to pick up part of that load. But Ethan Miner has at least got to pick up a chunk of it, a chunk of that load. Yeah. And again, he And he is best suited yeah. out of all these guys to pick up at least that chunk of the load. Somebody's got to call out the protections. By the way, uh, I, I still don't think, to the best of my knowledge, heights, or not heights, I, I would assume, these guys are all like 22 at this point in time. Maybe maybe they've stopped growing, but I still haven't seen weights updated. So right now, Ethan Miner is listed at 62278 uh, there at uh, at center. So he's he's the one guy that's been... Um, steady, the most steady over the past few years in terms of already having uh, a ton of games, a ton of plays under his belt. That's That has got to be your dude this year at the offensive line. You look all the way out to the right, and Robert Holmes was expected to be the starter all season long at right tackle. And that worked for three games until he suffered a knee injury. So just nobody's fault there, but you had, had to have a significant shuffle, and, and the right side was kind of rough. Uh, for the rest of the season with with him being out. He's healthy. He was healthy in the spring. He's been healthy so far in fall camp. He is, that's that's it. That's the guy. That's the guy at uh, at right tackle. And of course, he was a guy, I believe started out his career at UConn, then uh, went to Austin P. And then asked, after Austin P., uh, he ended up at, at Arkansas State. So he's a redshirt junior. He's still got a few more years left. You hope this one goes well. You hope he's healthy. They're, they're in a good spot there at, at right tackle. On the far opposite side of that, you've got McKeelan Thomas. And, and yes, Arkansas State is looking at having a redshirt freshman as a starting left tackle which is both terrifying and exciting. It's terrifying because this guy's played four games of collegiate football, and that is the most important spot on your offense. <laughs> to, Usually. To, to be able to, and, and we know that last year, you know, last year Arkansas State gave up about as, as many or more sacks as any other team in the country. And, of course, sack numbers don't take into account quarterback hits. I, I, I don't really think I want to know. How many times Lane Hatcher and James Blackman got hit last year? Outside, it was too many. It was an astronomical number. And it's a number that needs to be cut at least in half this year for this team to have any kind of significant and consistent offensive success. It's got to be just radically, radically different. And Makila Thomas is is going to be huge on that. I say terrifying because, again, he, he played in four games last year so he could keep his red shirt. They were high on him then. Um, he's moved around a little bit. You know, I think originally they might have been viewing him as a center. And then, you know, they <clears throat> had him perhaps a little bit at, at guard this year. And now he's kind of been cemented in that left tackle spot since 
I guess about halfway through spring camp. But obviously, this this means that if you want to look at the exciting, exhilarating part of it, this obviously means his coaching staff has all the faith in the world in him and his talent to be able to play at that spot as a redshirt freshman. So if if this works, then oh my goodness, do you get four years of the same dude at left tackle? I mean, not only does it bode well for this year, it, it's huge for the Bodes future. Bodes well for the future. So that's something that, again, on the one hand, terrifying. On the other hand, possibly exhilarating. We'll just have to wait and see how that And how, it how that can goes. be one or the other depending upon <laughs> the individual play. <laughs> yeah. It could be. It really could be. But again, uh, right now, those are kind of the, the consistent pieces, it, it looks like, on on that line. Now, I'm sure you're asking right now, all right, well, what about Jordan Rhodes, the Ole Miss and, and SEC transfer? I think they've used him primarily this year at right guard, and he is expected to start there. But do keep in mind with Rhodes, he was the last player to get to camp. So all of these other guys, you know, they've gone through, well, heck, they've gone through a whole entire year or more in the system not to mention a spring camp, and, and Rhodes got here two weeks ago. So they've everybody's had positive things to say about Jordan Rhodes in terms of the fact that while he's not necessarily a vocal guy, he's, he's the guy that he's got like a notebook that he's bringing with him to practice and bringing with him to the team meeting so he can do everything he possibly can to get up to speed as quickly there on, on everything he needs to do and the intricacies of... of Butch Jones, Keith Heckendorf's offense, whatever. So uh, he, he is going to be around. He, and, 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 of course, he's played, you know, thankfully he's he's not on that list of guys that haven't played a lot no, of football. No, he's played a ton of football. <laughs> he has 32 career appearances for two different SEC teams. And he started a good chunk of the 2019 season at South Carolina. So he's, he's a veteran. He is a big-time veteran. And, in fact, you know, he's one of just two seniors on this offensive line. So – you know, one note about this offensive line, if it's good, well, great. We'll get to see it again next year. If it's okay, I mean, I still think that is a positive. Now, if it's bad, you got to figure out something else. But if it's even okay, then it'll all be intact for next year and it could get better and, and things like that. But obviously, I know we're a little bit concerned more about what's going to happen in, in, the next in the next year, few weeks than in, yeah. you know, 2023. Uh, some other guys that we haven't mentioned I'm um, at left guard, you know, probably going to see Makai Butler. Uh, they thought they were going to be able to count on him last year, and he is uh, he is a large man. In fact, I think he's the biggest guy on the offensive line in terms of, of you know, being a flat-out boulder at 6'3 and 3'38. But I think he got uh, injured uh, last year, transferred last year from Iowa Western Community College, but then didn't did not play. So zero appearances still in, in Division One football. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's a redshirt sophomore. They like him a lot. And so he's back. He's healthy. He's he's going to be there. When you look at, you know, the guys who are going to be backing up a lot of these positions, again, freshman. <laughs> Spoiler alert, they haven't played a lot of college football, uh, which is not surprising when you consider the fact that the starters haven't played a lot of college football. You'd probably kind of figure out that that's going to be the case with your backups as well. Uh, you know, some of the guys that are going to be Great assets. You know, Ernie Ramirez uh, started three games last year and played in 10. And I think the original report on him was that he was going to hang him up after last year and not go through that extra year of eligibility. But he decided to come back. And 
he's going to be a depth guy that can play a few different pieces on that line, and, and they'll need him to. At some point in time, nobody makes it through a year with a five offensive lineman. Goodness gracious, why would you want to do that to a player? You just run him into the ground. Well, if, if, if you do that, you're going to win yourself a bunch of games yeah. if you can make it through with just the your five starters. But, yeah, you're going to have some snaps where – Additionally, you've got uh, Christian Haas that has played a little bit. He's a redshirt junior. He started a game last year and also played in in seven total games. So he's going to be there. He does have some experience, so he's going to be valuable as well. In terms of uh, other guys that have played at the Division I level, Austin Woods, as a redshirt freshman, played in a game last year. So that's that's pretty much it. Your other redshirt freshmen, Daryl Harden, Noah Smith, Tristan Smith, Kyle Kelly, and then your freshman freshman, Austin Woods. Nope, wrong color. Alaric Watson, Cameron Ambrose, Taylor Williams, Tyler Adair, Elijah Zolikoffer, Sadie Bay, and Chase Jessup. I said wrong color because I had to bust out the highlighters today. That's, that's again, that's when you know it's a big deal is when the highlighters come out. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the freshman freshmen are in the, the red highlighter. Yeah. And then the uh, the red shirt freshman they get they get the orange highlighter just in case you know for those of you that if you ever want me to tweet out all of my highlighter all the highlight colors they mean something <laughs> they mean different things to different people I promise there is a method to this madness sometimes maybe every once in a while the teal highlighter is reserved for Grayson McCall. You don't have a teal highlighter. I don't. I, I don't. I don't have one in the arsenal. We'll work on that. Maybe never. <laughs> in the meantime, though, we'll hit pause because when we come back from a break, Arkansas State men's basketball coach Mike Bellotto is going to be with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. Looking forward to that conversation. We'll bring it to you right after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Brought to you by Central Life Sciences, the leaders in post-harvest grain protection. Don't let little insects in your stored grain grow into a monster problem. Protect your stored grains with grain protectives from Central Life Sciences. Their bug-free grains lineup now includes two new products that require no tank mixing. Gravista Insecticide and Sentinel Synergized Insecticide provide the control and knockdown power you need against stored grain insects. Protect your grain from monster bugs with Central Life Sciences. Contact your local distributor or visit bugfreegrains.com. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you, do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway. Ready for some fun? Whether it's water skiing on the lake, exploring the less traveled roads by ATV, or cruising across the country in your RV, contact Arkansas Federal Credit Union today. They have great rates and flexible terms to fit your budget and your sense of adventure for boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more. There's no cost to apply and the application is easy. Get started today at AFCU.org. Credit criteria applies. Visit AFCU.org for details. Most livestock prices still down, corn and soybeans up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. 
September corn at 618 and three quarters, up three and three quarters. With December corn at 615, up three. September soybeans at 1493, up 17 and three quarters. November soybeans at 1404 and a half, up 14 and a half. September wheat at 735, down 28 and a quarter. With December wheat at 751 and a half, down 29. October cotton at 11875, unchanged. With December cotton at 11251, down 103. September rice at 1652, down 14 and a half cents. November rice at 1681, also down 14 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, August live cattle at 141.75 unchanged with October live cattle at 145.45 down 40. August feeder cattle at 181.87 and a half down 137 and a half. September feeder cattle at 185.80 down 132 and a half. October lane hogs at 94.80 down 325 with December hogs at 86.47 and a half down 195. That's your EAB New Market Report and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Let's talk about America. Not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another, and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. Jason Alexander for the Will Rogers Institute. Everyone thinks they know about asthma, but did you know that over 15 million people in our country suffer from the disease? Or that it causes more hospital visits, lost work days, and school absences than any other chronic illness? That its symptoms, shortness of breath, tightness in your chest, and a persistent cough or wheezing can be signs of real danger. For your free booklet, visit wrinstitute.org or call toll-free 877-957-7575. And find us on Facebook and Twitter. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Cade hanging out with you on a Thursday. It's time for our A-State update. Brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. And we go to the Right Fiber Hotline to check in with Arkansas State men's basketball coach, Mike Bellotto. How are you? Hey, Kara. Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Hey, doing all right. Uh, thanks Thanks for the time today. Uh, probably not as fun talking to us as it was to hang out in the Dominican Republic, but I guess you just got to do what you got to do. Well, it's the most English I've spoken in about two weeks, so i got to get back <laughs> to uh, the regular language. <laughs> glad, glad to be home, though. Glad to be home. It was, it was a long trip, fun trip, and I'm glad to be home. I'd like to tell you I learned some Spanish from watching uh, some of these broadcasts, but that would I would be lying to you, I coach. think that Pelota guy is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably don't want to hear what I was saying down there to some of the uh, officiating, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting trip. It's a great experience. Even basketball is so different than, than the United States, but it was great for our team. We needed that, and it was it was the competition was phenomenal. So it was it was a overall a plus trip. We'll look at obviously these three games and some notes from uh, from what happened in the Dominican Republic. But I am kind of curious. Obviously, you can't just you don't just show up on a plane and, and have this happen. How did this trip come together? 
Well, we've been trying to do something uh, over the last three years. You know, the last time that we were really close to going on a foreign trip was actually the year COVID hit. We were actually going to the Dominican Republic, had it all set up, um, had deposit down in a hotel, and then COVID uh, kind of halted everything, so we're, we, we couldn't go. And, uh, you know, I've always wanted to do one since I've been here. The last time before this summer was 2013, yeah. and you're allowed to go every four years, and I just think that's great for Every young man that stays at least four years um, has an opportunity to, uh, you know, to go to a, to a foreign trip. So we we decided this a long time ago, and then kind of with the whole new team coming in and, and everything going on. Uh, originally, we we're supposed to go to Nicaragua, but that changed. So with eight new faces, I thought it was a great opportunity, and this summer would be the best one for our guys to come. So we raised money, we saved money over the last two seasons of people that donated to our six-man club and boots and ballers and just try to, you know, pinch a penny and get money together. And we're able to do that uh, with also the fans that traveled with us. So I, I thought it was something that was needed, um, but especially for this team with so many new faces and it ended up working out great. So let's recap this trip uh, in terms of what happened on the court. You get down there in the first game a couple of Sundays ago. You take on the Dominican Republic senior national team, of course, an experienced team, a veteran team. You had a setback there, but but how how did that one unfold, and, and what did you learn from the loss? Well, if you look, when we went back to the film, I, I think one of the things that people need to understand, they see the, the final score, but it was a 8- to 10-point game throughout the entire you know game going into the fourth quarter. They pulled away from us in the last three minutes. Um, such an experienced team, all pros. I think there were seven guys that had over 60 years of, um, you know, pro basketball experience. They've been playing for a long time. And then they had some really good young players. Um, Andres Feliz plays, played at Illinois. He's playing the ACB in Spain. Teddy Matos is also another guy that plays over in Europe. They were young guys. So I, I knew it was going to be a challenge, but I thought that that game first would be great for our team to kind of give them an idea of what the physicality was going to be like. Uh, what kind of style of basketball we we're going to face over the over the week, and I wanted to play the best team first. Uh, I wanted our guys to really see, you know, how good these guys these guys are, and uh, it was a good game. It re- it really was. We we were we were in there, and they made some big shots. They they're a good team. I mean, they've been playing together for a while. Uh, they were going on their way to play Kentucky in the Bahamas two days later, and then St. John's after that, which you know they beat St. John's just a couple of days ago. Uh, by like ten, so it, it was it was something that I was looking forward to. I, I knew the coach really well. Uh, I respect Melvin Lopez uh, tremendously. He's a great coach. He's been their national coach for a long time, and um, it was good. You know, our guys needed that. And one of the things that we we, we came away from was you know, I love the unselfishness of our team, and I love the fact that we can have multiple guys score in double figures. And we scored. I think it was eighty. Six points or something. So it, it wasn't even, or maybe it was eighty points, but it wasn't like we weren't weren't able to score. It was just hard to stop those pros, and that's something that we talked about in film, you know, that night. Yeah, those, those guys have been playing professional basketball. They can usually shoot it, but that that's how you get to play professional basketball is well, be able to make baskets. There's no question. What everybody on the floor was skilled that can shoot, you know, and that's some of the things that you really don't see at the college level here. You always have, we really pride ourselves on scouting and taking away tendencies from other players. We went in all three games blind. I mean, I got the, I got the roster, I think it was a week before we had no film, so it was good for us to kind of see what we can do without any preparation, 
um, going against a team that's really, really good. And, I, you know, I, I give our performance in that one a C plus. You know, if we would have won, it would have been better. But the fact that defensively we needed to work on some things or was good film for our team. You did bounce back in the next one, though. Uh, One-point win over the select team. What did you do better in, in game two that led to a win there? Well, I think transition for us was big. In the, in the first game, they got out and ran on us a couple times and got some easy layups. In the second game, we really did a better job of our defensive balance. You know, we sent our point and our two-guard back. We picked up the ball quicker. We're communicating better. And then our pick-and-roll coverage was, was something that, that we adjusted. It, it was so hard. You know, we usually guard handoffs a certain way. Um, when the offensive player just kind of pitches the ball to, to another one of his teammates and looks for, for an opportunity. And the way they screen over there, it's almost like, I mean, I, I, Butch Jones would have been happy with the offensive line. The way they were so <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was interesting. So we had to adjust that, and I think the adjustment there helped. Um, you know, we played everybody uh, or the, the 11 guys that I wanted to, to play that game. And everybody defensively was there was I heard more communication. Uh, we rebounded the ball better. We out rebounded that team. I think it was by three or four. Uh, Marquise Davis was really really good. He, he had three rebounds the first night. I channeled them. He had twelve the second night. So those are things you know when when you're not giving teams second opportunities, second chance points, and nothing in transition, you're going to do better. And it was a close game. I mean, uh, the the Santiago Select team was basically the West East All Star team for their pro league. So it was kind of the West side and they had all the best players from about six teams come and play. And, and it was a good experience, you know, it was good. And we we're able to pull out a big win, uh, especially down the stretch. It was huge. Get a, get a big stop. Julian hit a free throw, um, to put us up one with under two seconds. So it was overall great uh, to see our team bounce back from a loss. Closed it out with a win as well. And, uh, an overtime victory in the third game there the Dominican Republic tour against the under 22 team your team was uh, i think it was what like 10 to nothing or 11 to nothing something like that in in the overtime period we kind of just dominated there in those last few minutes why how, how did that unfold well uh, conditioning was big i'm going to give all the credit to our strength coach Shane Lantane he he does a great job with our guys and i think you know conditioning was a huge factor for us going down you know the stretch of that game um, i think we finished the game mac fouled out he was having a really good game he fouled out i hadn't played avery at all i was going to sit him out um i sat ab out uh just for rest purposes and i had to throw avery in there because mac so i you know we ended the game um with some fresh legs uh you know marquise came in and julian came in and omar had a really good game fields um when i saw the stat sheet after see we didn't get stats at halftime or oh, after the game i had to get it like emailed to me hours later and with the physicality the entire week Caleb Fields finished with 18 assists and two turnovers in three games, which is amazing. Yeah, that's a, um, that's good. Yeah, that 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 is really rough. Nine to one. I mean, that's really really good. We won two and a half, three to one. He had nine to one. I mean, and he was getting bumped off, at, you know, his line. And but you know, those guys really turned it up another notch. They took good shots in overtime, and we got stops and we ran. And I think conditioning was a huge factor. And again, the under 22 team that was, I think, the best. Um, competition as far as age you know they're all the same age as our guys so you kind of kind of saw a little bit of a better understanding of what physicality is at you know guys that are 19 to 22 and then there were the most there were besides the the olympic team of course they were really really organized those guys have played together since they were 12 and their coach does an unbelievable job as well so it was really good for us to you know 
win a game uh, in overtime because it was close the whole game. It was back and forth, back and forth, and for us to pull away like that and hold them scoreless. My thing is, I know we scored 10 points, but to hold them scoreless in the last five minutes. We finished the game in regulation and in overtime with eight straight stops. So that was big. And, and I get our defense got better every day, so something we've got to continue to work on. But it was a big win. You know, to finish 2-1-1 on one off that trip was, was, was great for our team. Coach Mike Bellotto, uh here with us for our A-State update, brought to you by Calmer Solutions. You see, you know, you go through and look at these box scores, and you see kind of some uh, same old, same old in the sense that, you know, Fields with the assist and Davis rebounds and, and uh, Malcolm Farrington and his shooting. But one name that kind of jumps off the page is, is one of the newcomers, Omar El Sheik. Uh, what did you yep. see from him in this trip? He is, uh, I, mean, I, call him, I call him the old man on the team. You know, he's like, he's like the, uh, the old uncle with, the, with, with all the uh, experience. He's played a long time, uh, had a lot of experience playing overseas in FIBA when he was in Egypt. Uh, I, I loved him when I saw him on film. I had a really good friend of mine call me uh, and, and tell me he wanted to, to finish somewhere his last year. And when I watched film on him, you know, even though he was at Division Two, he played Division One before that. But the level that he played at D2 was really good. And then what he brought to the table, I thought, was an excellent fit for our team. You know, he rebounds the ball at a high clip. Um, I think he averaged nine for, the, for the, the week that we were out there. He's very efficient around the basket with both hands. You know, he takes good shots. Um, really, really intelligent. I think he shot 70% in three games. And then he's able to step out and make threes as well. And he's very skilled. You know, he understands the game. He knows how to play. We can play through him. So when I saw that on film, I thought it would be a great fit for our team. And he showed that in three games. He was the most – him and Malcolm were the two most consistent players throughout the entire week. Other guys played well, but I thought those, those two were the two most consistent um, for, our, for our team. And Omar did it in multiple areas. You know, he defended well, great pick-and-roll coverage player, very smart talks, but also rebounded and scored. So I'm excited to see him play uh, you know, at the college level this, this year for, for our ball club. So now that you're back and you've had you know a, a week or so to reflect on this overall tr- trip, what was what was the most important thing you guys got out of it? Was it the you know practice, the extra practices you got in before the trip, or the games themselves, or just this incredible opportunity to have a, a bonding experience with your players? Yeah, I think it's all three. At first, before we left, I, I, I would say it'd be the practices because you know as coaches we want to want to be on the practice floor. That's the last thing the players want to do. And then when we got to the games, I thought the film, learning from the games, mistakes, and things we did well. But, but when you look back on it, um, it was a time that we spent together as a group um, off the court. You know, that was big for, for us to learn about each other and be around each other. And so many new faces and so many guys that have been here. And you look at Fields, Avery, Malcolm, Antoine, they've been here for you know, going on four years now. So... I think it's something that was big for our team to be able to spend time with each other. And it wasn't the new guys with the new guys. I saw groups working out, you know, working out together. They went to the weight room, out there on the beach swimming, running on the beach. Um, it was a player-led, you know, prayer session with Darius Dunaway, who's kind of our life coach, on Friday morning. And that was the players that wanted that. And when you see that, it just builds chemistry. You know, when you get to know each other and love each other in a different way other than basketball, you kind of play harder for each other. So that was the thing when I took away that was exciting for me. And then the fans that were able to come and spend time with these guys, you get to see them in a different light. You know, they're not wearing a uniform. They're, they're hanging out by the pool and they're talking to them about their, 
background and where they're from, and I thought the fans really connected with them. And, you know, it was something that, that to me, if you know somebody on a personal level, they'll cheer a little bit louder, yeah. and I think they were able to do that. So that bonding experience to me was the number one thing that we took away that was awesome. Wrapping up our conversation with Coach Mike Bellotto here on the Right Fiber Hotline. What's what's in store for you now over the next couple of months is you'll get closer and closer. We'll all get a little closer this season. Yeah, well, right now we're just kind of uh, organizing workouts for the first week of, of classes, making sure everybody's in the, the proper classes and, and times for practice. And then also we have our schedule finished. We just can't release it yet until we get one or two contracts back or people are dragging their feet on that. So I might have to uh, get in my car and drive somewhere to get, get some contracts uh, so we can post it. But, you know, right now over the next day or so, it's, it's just organization for the first week and then building, you know, our, our practice regimen and what we're going to do and what we got to put in. We put in so many things that I usually wouldn't do in the summer, which is good. So now I kind of got to kind of adjust September yeah. because we're teaching a lot. Well, now we taught a lot in, in, in July. So it's more so execution and adding new wrinkles and playing different lineups and kind of seeing that leading up to the first game. But I'm really excited about this group. Um, a lot of them went home and then they're, they're back today. They're only home for a couple of days and wanted to be back on campus. So it's exciting to get them here. And it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to starting this season. Well, Coach, we really appreciate the time today. Thanks for uh, sharing all about that trip with us. Yes, ma'am. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. I appreciate it. Hey, you too, Coach. Thank you. Again, Arkansas State men's basketball coach Mike Bellotto there with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. Uh, that uh, A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. A little jealous. I didn't, I didn't want to ask about, you know, like the beach, the beach. part, and the pool part, and the thought we'd just stick to basketball the one, the one thing i enjoy enjoyed most when i was broadcasting college basketball didn't matter men or women was the time away from the court yeah with the players with the coaching staff you know just getting to be around them as people that that is an underrated part of road trips i'd have loved to you know at some point in time possibly down the line to hear from one of these players as well, because you look around, this is, this is a, a team with some international flavor, but I'm also going to go out on a limb here and say that there are probably a, a handful of guys on this team that m- might've not ever had any, might've never needed a passport before a couple of weeks ago. And it'd just be interesting to hear their thoughts on, on this trip and, and what it meant for them, that experience to get to have that with, with their teammates, with their teammates and their coach and, uh, fans as well but uh, I tell you what we've got to hit pause here again thank you to Mike Bellotto we'll be back right after this on the ticket when she's not watching sports she's talking about sports and when she's not talking sports she's tweeting about it all right boys how did I tweet on this thing it's Kara Ritchie on the workday red zone win this is Above the Noise. The Padres were the big winners of the baseball trade deadline. The team acquired reliever Josh Hader, superstar Juan Soto, third baseman Josh Bell. But before we start crowning the Padres kings of the National League, the team still has a lot of work to do. San Diego is still behind the Dodgers, considerably behind them for first place in the West, and last week they were swept by the Dodgers. It's a talented team, but acquiring star power doesn't automatically make you a threat to win it all. The Yankees have been doing that for years. The team hasn't won a title since 0 
09. And when you look back at last year's standings, the Rays and Giants didn't have nearly the star power that San Diego has. Having elite talent obviously makes a difference, but there's more that goes into winning a championship. You need to play complementary baseball. Needs to be chemistry. The Padres can still develop that. But with this squad just starting to get familiar with one another, declaring the Padres best in the National League seems a little premature. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how the rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. And now that we've talked about that, let's get back to, you know, the stuff we talk about here on the show. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. That's discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. Summer is here. It's only June and we have record high temperatures. Ever wish your shorts or pants had air conditioning? You could cut or poke holes in your clothes, but that would take days. Lucky for you, Link Soul has you covered. Link Soul has taken its most technical fabric designed to be moisture wicking and quick drying and added precision holes cut from lasers to maximize airflow for added comfort. Get Link Soul's Boardwalker AC collection keeping you cool wherever you go at LINKSO. Farmers, harvest will be here before you know it, and Pico Foods is ready to buy your new crop corn and Milo. Before you book, call Pico, a fourth-generation family-owned business and the eighth-largest poultry producer in the U.S. Pico Foods buys direct from local producers at always competitive prices. Pico believes in supporting their own agricultural community, and right now, they're buying new crop corn and Milo. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. throw out a little news kind of sort of in the sense that i'm just going to throw out this teaser and we're going to discuss it at the top of the hour 
there is some big tailgating news that just came out today. And I don't mean a state or local tailgating. I mean, like, for anyone that tailgates anywhere. Ooh. And you might not be as excited about it as I am, but let me just tell you right now, I'm very, very excited about it. But we'll discuss that more in a moment. Also, in a moment, uh, we'll get caught up on the Cardinals. They currently lead Colorado 3 to nothing right now, bottom of the second. Actually, in play run, so we'll update there in just a moment. <laughs> but uh, Keith Merritt is just going to be with us here for another uh, another couple minutes, so I do want to get his thoughts on today's KavanaughCars.com question. Who do you think is going to be A-State football's MVP this year? Sometimes you don't need to overthink it, and the simplest answer is also the right answer. James Blackman. Okay. Uh, now, there are going to be things that go into allowing James Blackman to be the team's MVP. You know, that they need to reduce, as you said, the number of hits on the quarterback, reduce the number of sacks, and, and finding a good running game would certainly help because we know he can sling it. Yeah. He can throw. Yeah. Yeah, he's got, he's got the great arm. He's got all the throws. I think he's got good receivers. I think the... The backs are talented, and I think the offensive line shows promise. It's kind of hard to pick an MVP from the defense because there are so many areas that needed to improve Mm -hmm. from last season. I I think they will improve. I think they're, they're better set up this year than they were a year ago defensively. And I think the special teams are going to wind up being good. But, uh, yeah, sometimes the obvious answer is the correct answer. Okay. We vote for James Blackman. Yep. And you know what? I I would certainly be fine with that if we're asking this question at the end of the season, asking you guys who the MVP was. I hope, I I think he's going to have a really good season. Early indicators are positive. Yep. But, of course, we won't know until these guys are out there on the field and, and people start hitting each other. But the talk, the talk right now is good. Uh, Cardinals up 4 to nothing. So, in play, one run is uh, what was going on there. And we'll get you all updated with how that happened coming up uh, when we come back from break. But that wraps up our first hour of today's program. Keith. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. I'll see you next week. Sounds like a plan. Hey, uh, again, we do have another hour to go. Throw out that tailgating news when we come back. Get you caught up on the Cardinals and continue to deliberate this KavanaughCars.com question. That is all. What is ahead in hour two? Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
Evolve Bank and Trust has a special offer for you, Jonesboro. For a limited time only, open a new CD with Evolve and receive an annual percentage yield of 1.50% for 13 months. Only available for new funds to evolve in the Jonesboro market. Restrictions apply. For more information, call Evolve's Jonesboro Banking Center at 870-933-2480. That's 870-933-2480. Open a CD today with Evolve and get an APY of 1.50% for 13 months. Minimum deposit $25,000. Offer available until September 29th for new funds only. Penalties apply for early withdrawal. Rates and offers subject to change. Evolve Bank and Trust now offering an APY of 1.50% on new CDs for 13 months. Call Evolve for more information at 870-933-2480. That's 870-933-2480. Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. It's a summer of savings at Car Today. Car Today is offering you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know that bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. Stop by Car Today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay here. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage, cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Car Today. Buy today at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at neacartoday.com. Car Today, we'll ride today, because we just say yes. When it comes to servicing your vehicle, trust the folks at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Purcell provides unbeatable service, and that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hawkeye alignment machine. Plus, every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE, 972-TIRE, or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Parker and Care away jonesboro let nea golf cars keep you from becoming your golf groups can i ride with you guy you know the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with nea golf cars offers new carts and all the top brands including onward by club car and a large selection of used carts plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season go to neagolfcars.com or call 236 golf for more information it's goodbye can i ride with you guy and hello sweet ride thanks to nea golf cars highway 49 in your ticket sports update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. The first place Cardinals walked it off against the Colorado Rockies Tuesday night, winning 5-4 at Bush Stadium. Tyler O'Neill was hit by a pitch with the bases loaded in the ninth inning to plate the winning run. The teams continue their series tonight at 645 on 95-9 The Wolf. Also in baseball news, former Riverside and UCA standout Gavin Stone is one step away from the major leagues. Pitching in the Dodgers organization, Stone was called up from double-A AA to triple-A earlier in the week. He's now considered a top 100 prospect in all of Major League Baseball. And A-State football was back on the practice field this morning for their 11th practice of preseason camp. The team is set to have its second scrimmage on Saturday night. That's your ticket sports update, sponsored by Plaza Tire. 
Tire Service, bringing you the best deal on tires. Keep it tuned right here to the Ticket Radio Network. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. One hour through a two-hour day. Still a lot to get into, including more on our KavanaughCars.com question. We've got a Cardinals update. By the way, five to nothing. The currently current score there at Bush Stadium. We'll talk about that. Grizzlies schedule is out. NFL news today with Deshaun Watson suspension uh, final uh, finalized there. And uh, who knows where this second hour of the program will lead us. KavanaughCars.com uh, question: Who will be Arkansas State football's MVP? in 2022 before we get into that though uh prior to the break i mentioned there was there was big big tailgating news and i might have like oversold it a little bit because i don't know if you guys were gonna are gonna be as excited about this but i am but uh look i think all of us uh could use literally anything right now that will help us out uh in terms of at the grocery store um or just anything that's going to help out our wallet and, of course, with tailgating season getting underway very, very, very quickly, I thought it was huge that uh, a lot of news reporting today, a lot of different news outlets reporting today, that chicken wing prices are now cheaper than they were before the pandemic. The price for chicken wings now is at levels not seen since 2000. And 18. Not only that, but the price is trending lower for August, just in time for the football season. So, yeah, maybe that didn't make your day. I don't know. I mean, you do you. But it probably just made mine because I I just love all chicken wings. I mean, bone in, boneless, even though those are basically just chicken nuggets. I love the, the drums. I love the flats. I love the honey barbecue. I love the lemon pepper. I mean, we I've got an yeah. hour to kill until lunch. I got to shut up. Uh, but uh, yeah, again, so for those of you that were just sitting there thinking, it's like, man, you know, obviously we want to do an awesome tailgate, but uh, prices are expensive. Every Just load up on chicken wings. Nobody is going to be mad at you. <laughs> and there is steel right now. So that's what you got to do. Good stuff. It is good. It's great yeah. stuff. Again, nobody's going to be mad if they roll up to your tailgate and you're like, oh, sorry, all we got is chicken wings. <laughs> Darn. Yeah. By the way, I forgot. I'm now a medium steak person. So we, Are we you? Can, yes, we can stop having that argument. I've been meaning to bring that up for like two weeks it's, and I just kept forgetting. Two months? I've needed an update on yes. that. Yes. Yes. This is a big The last two steaks I've eaten have been medium and they've been fantastic. I don't think people realize what <laughs> this is like a monumental day on the show. Yes. <laughs> like this. <laughs> This is a big deal, a big deal today. On I thought I don't know what was gonna. I didn't. I didn't know. You know, obviously when uh, when Cade revealed several months ago that he 
ate his steaks medium well, you know, I I honestly wondered if that was going to damage our working relationship, <laughs> if it was if it was going to harm our friendship going forward. I was kind of concerned with the news. Um, you know, I'm a strong person, so I managed to move past it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a loyal friend, so I managed yeah. to get over it. I mean, everyone says medium steak is the way to go. And so finally, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I did. And it was it was the way to go. So, I'll admit when I'm wrong. So what? So you just decided one day, it's like, I'm going to try it. Was it, was yes. it a specific steak place? So I went to Chicago Cut when I was in Chicago a couple okay. of weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? This is a really good steak place. And so I might as well try it somewhere where I know they're going to do it right. Yeah. And I did. It was great. So the last two steaks I've had have been medium. And I don't think I'm ever going to go back. This is this is great. This is this is a great day. This really somebody I need to find my planner so I can just put like little gold star stickers on today's date. Be like this was this was this is a big day. <laughs> a big day. Uh I don't I don't even care what we talk about for the final fifty minutes of the show. Like it could be chicken wings, it could be steak. Um I guess it could be sports, but I mean we've already moved off from that topic, so why would we circle back around to that? Uh, I'm ready to start making tailgate plans now. I'm completely yeah. off on a tangent. I would like, I guess here is what I would like. I'd like to call an audible on today's show. Scrap the original question. I want to know what you're bringing to your tailgate. And then just for educational purposes, where your tailgate is going to be set up this season uh, around Centennial Bank Stadium. For educational purposes only. That's yes. it. That's, I mean, that's it. That's, that's why we need to know these things. But, um, I mean, I guess we could ask what our question was before i mean i guess we can go back to sports talk i guess um doesn't quite have the same buzz to it now but <laughs> we will still take your answers on who you think will be arkansas state football's mvp in 2022 you can give us a ring on the right fiber hotline 930-3776 is the number to call right fiber an internet provider that's different in all the right ways by the way uh, no contracts which is amazing no hidden fees also amazing and you get unlimited data, which if you're like me and you're at a point now where you stream all of your TV, I mean, that's absolutely huge. You can check and see if it is available at your house at rightfiber.com. Uh, we'll table the football conversation for just a moment and also, unfortunately, the chicken wing and steak conversation as we do. I guess need to look in on the St. Louis Cardinals. Horrible, horrible day to play a day game. A kid. Uh, they're up five to nothing right now on the Rockies, and of course, this is a series, particularly at Bush Stadium, where St. Louis is just has destroyed Colorado. Basically, and we'll look on, on some notes on that. Uh, but uh, I'll be honest with you, I haven't been I've haven't been keeping tabs on this one. I just pulled up the GameCast because I was enjoying our conversations in hour one. But looking at how the Cardinals were able to get five on the board so far. In this one, you know, the Cardinals have, this is only the top of the third. So the Cardinals have jumped out quickly in these games. In the bottom of the first, the team started with three or four consecutive singles, maybe, uh, to open up that game. So then you had uh, Goldschmidt driving in the first run of the game. Then Arenado, uh, he actually uh, drove in the second run of the game on a ground out. Then O'Neill singled to drive in Goldie. Uh, you get to the second inning, and uh, Brandon Donovan was able to drive. <laughs> I need to go back and see this play because the way it's written in the in the play-by-play is kind of interesting. Brandon Donovan reached 
on an infield single to catcher. Tommy, actually, I think I know what happened there, and we'll follow back up on that in a second. But uh, also, in the bottom of the second, Goldschmidt doubled, so drove in his second run of the day. And unfortunately, it, as weird as that one sounded that we just mentioned with Donovan reaching on an infield single to the catcher, what happened actually on that play is that Colorado's starting pitcher was injured. He was going to to field the ball, and I'm not sure what exactly happened, but I saw the Cardinals beat riders comparing that play to the play that Steven Matz tore his MCL on. So their starting pitcher had to be pretty much like carried off. He he probably jacked up his knee, unfortunately. Uh, Sinzatella was who was starting today for Colorado. So some really crappy news there for the Rockies. And in the meantime, the Cardinals just, I mean, they look like they're going to pour it on today. Adam Wainwright starting for... St. Louis, and uh, he's not going to throw a no-hitter today, (laughs) but he could certainly pitch a shutout. He's allowed three hits in three innings so far. The Cardinals already with seven hits, and of course the Cardinals, due to that injury there to Sensatella, are already into the Rockies' bullpen. So this should bode well for for the Cardinals to win their fourth game in a row, and then I want to say it's like their 12th straight against Colorado at Bush Stadium. I didn't realize like how lopsided that series, which which the Cardinals, there's been several seasons where the Rockies have not been great. And there's been some of those where they honestly have barely even tried to compete, honestly. But I didn't realize quite how, how lopsided it was. The Cardinals, all time at Bush 3, which opened in 2006, have a 768 winning percentage against the Rockies 43 and 13 is a Cardinals record against the Rockies at Bush and it's it's going to go to 44 and, four, and 13 today um, so it will be 12 in a row for the Cardinals over the Rockies at Bush so that is just I mean if you need I guess if you need a cure for what ails you or you need to build on your NL Central lead or whatever just uh, look to the Rockies and do you a solid there No doubt about it. Nolan Gorman up. Uh, he's batting leadoff today for St. Louis. No, he's not. I didn't scroll correctly. He's batting fifth. Whew. <laughs> Behind Nolan Arenado. So you got the Nolans back-to-back today in that lineup. Newt Bar is leading off, which he's already had a hit today. So a good start there. And uh, looking around, Newt Bar, Donovan, Goldie, Arenado, Gorman, O'Neill, Carlson, Molina, Edmund in the lineup today. I think maybe Molina's already thrown out a runner trying to steal, so... Uh, so far today, just literally everything has gone the Cardinals' way. Of course, they won last night as well. Uh, I guess the bad news from that game is that Jordan Montgomery finally has an ERA as a Cardinal. Of course, the good news for that game is that since he's been in Cardinal Red, his ERA now is 0.54. So, Solid. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can live with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get The one knock on, on Montgomery that I have so far... And it's certainly not a huge win because he's pitched very well. Just want to see him go just a little bit deeper into these games, which is very first game, you know, back on August 6th. He was pulled from that game after five innings because he was dealing with a little bit of, I think, like cramps. You know, you go from you go from New York where it's a little bit more temperate to St. Louis where it's just, I mean, you come in and you're pitching in August. It's hot. It's hot and miserable. So he got pulled early in that one. He had a quality start last week against Milwaukee. And, of course, that was huge. 
that was a huge pivotal game uh, that the Cardinals went out and won. And then last night, five and two thirds. So just uh, before, and, and he didn't get hit hard. Um, he was just giving up some singles. Did not walk a batter last night, which was fantastic. But again, if you can just, you know, if you get that to six and a third, six and two thirds as opposed to five, five and two thirds, that's that's huge. But I'm I'm really just being, I guess, kind of nitpicky there. Because again, he's he's three and oh, three and oh in a St. Louis uniform. All of those games have been fairly close. But the opposition have scored has scored two runs in those three games. Only one that was actually against him. So he has been uh, huge, as has Jose Quintana. Um, those trade deadline pickups just looking really solid right now for the Cardinals. Yeah, that's about all I got with St. Louis. Let's look back one more time at the score. Uh, still 5 to nothing, but uh, there is a runner on first, nobody out. So we'll see if the Cardinals can continue this trend of scoring in every single inning. Today against the Colorado Rockies, they're two for two so far. We'll see if they can make it three for three. But we'll go ahead and hit pause here, come back and follow up on our question of the day right after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Don't let your credit stop you from getting your next vehicle. Drive your deal to the max at the dealer financing you, AutoMax of Jonesboro. Hi folks, Craig Stone here. If you need to upgrade your ride, don't worry about your past. Come to AutoMax. At AutoMax, we have financing to fit your budget with affordable monthly payments and low down payments. Whether you've had previous bankruptcies, repossessions, or even foreclosure, AutoMax has financing for you. So when the other guys tell you no, turn into AutoMax, where it is our goal to get everyone approved. And at AutoMax, you can buy with peace of mind and knowing that every vehicle sold in-house comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile powertrain warranty. And as always, AutoMax is giving top dollar for trades, running or not. So push them, pull them, just bring your clunker to AutoMax and drive away in style. So what are you waiting for? Stop by AutoMax today at 3612 Stadium Boulevard. Give us a call at 870-934-9200 or speed up your approval by applying online at AutoMaxJonesboro.com. And hey, we buy cars too, even if you don't buy ours. So if you're looking to buy new, give us a chance to buy yours and ensure you get the most out of your trading. Automax, financing you. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. 
It's a mix and match special. Now at all Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, salad, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole game. The mix and match special with any two for only $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. Only at your Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. First Financial Mortgage is well known for their commitment to making the home buying process as easy as possible. Here's what Kenneth had to say. My wife and I were met at the door with a big smile and a knowledgeable expert. With many years of experience, we were calmed with Mrs. Tucker's demeanor. First Financial Mortgage did all the work and helped us with any and all questions. The experience was flawless. Call Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram today, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, proud supporters of A-State Athletics. Equal housing lender, member FDA. I see. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Doctors Without Borders teams confront hard facts in conflict and crisis zones. When others look away, we step in to act. Because measles still kills more than 100,000 children every year, we're there to vaccinate more than 1 million. Because some countries have only one or two mental health professionals, we provided over 400,000 mental health consultations last year. The fact is, your support makes our life-saving work possible. Picture the impact we can have together. DoctorsWithoutBorders.org On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate with you. 9303776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communication. In play runs for the Cardinals is what the uh, current game day stat cast is showing on my computer screen. We'll look more at that uh, coming up in just a moment. But uh, the KavanaughCars.com question, who will be A-State football's MVP? In 2022, I'll give you just a couple of seconds to think about it. Well, I remind you about our great friends at KavanaughCars.com. There's so much stuff you can do online there at KavanaughCars.com. It's not just looking at inventory, although, of course, they have all of their vehicles online as well. But once you find that that vehicle, your dream car, that's where the website really comes in and, and does some heavy lifting for you. Because before you ever step foot onto the dealership, you can go ahead and get pre-approved you can go ahead and figure out what your trade is going to be appraised at you can go ahead and calculate your payment so that way you walk in you kind of know your your buying power so again kavanaughcars.com is just going to take care of every single step in that car buying process you can even buy a car online like you can go through the whole process on kavanaughcars.com now me personally you know i like to Drive one home, hang out with that fresh car smell for a little bit, new car smell, I guess you could say. But uh, again, KavanaughCars.com, they're, they're going to be able to take care of every single step in that process for you. Uh, six to nothing 
Cardinals over Rockies in the bottom of the third. There is still nobody out. And there's a man on first and third, and um, it's just not. It's this is gonna. If you're a Rockies fan, just I mean, turn this one off. It's it's not gonna get any better. Wayno's cruising today. Uh, Rockies are already into the bullpen, and Austin Gomer, his 5.63 ERA is on the rise. So nothing good there. Let's uh, go back to our KavanaughCards.com question and also catch up on what's going on in, in college football today. I like Jeremy's answer here on Twitter. He says, quote, it will be James Blackman or Kevon Bennett, but I hope it is Brian Sneed. An effective running game makes us a dangerous offense and keeps the defense fresh. None of that happened last year, end quote. All true. And, you know, I wouldn't be, again, I'm not going to be surprised at all if we get to the end of the 2022 season and it is James Blackman. I'd be perfectly fine with that because a quarterback is the most important person on that team, typically. Uh, but JB is going to have to have a little bit more help this year than we saw last year. A, a, a run game from Brian Sneed or Johnny Lang or Marcel Murray or Mike Sharp or Jaquez Cross or anybody else in that room. I mean, it'd just be nice. It'd be nice. Uh, to be able to see some progress there. And I'm, again, I, I would be on board with that if it was Brian Sneed as well. 9303776. I don't know if you realize this or not, but we are single digit days away from the start of the college football season. Now, is your team playing in week zero? Probably not. Does it matter? It does not because <laughs> a lot of us are going to be watching it anyways because why would you not after we've gone months and months and months without college football? I mean, who's not down to watch a little Austin P at Western Kentucky at 11 o'clock on Saturday, August 27th on the CBS Sports Network? I don't even know if I have that channel. I'm going to have to check out my, my uh, cable package. But, you know, there are going to be some interesting games. I will be tuned in for Nebraska and Northwestern. Yeah. Which is the eleven thirty game on Fox on on that Saturday? Yeah, that's the draw there. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Nebraska is kind of interesting because you've got that whole Scott Frost super hot seat storyline. Yeah, but eight of their nine losses last year were by a touchdown or less. But the real draw of that game is what what is a college football scene going to look like in Dublin? Is it going to be loud? Is it going to be full? Are there going? I mean. How is, how is that viewed in Ireland? But we'll find that out uh, nine days from now. There's some other interesting games on the slate. There's not very many, you know, FBS versus FBS games that week. You do have UConn at Utah State. I'm obviously interested in that one um, due to, you know, Blake Anderson. And, and Logan Bonner, by the way, is going to be back for his seventh season of college football UConn one of their coordinators stepped down today for or excuse me took a leave of absence today uh even though the season is is super super close uh, I don't know if it was personal reasons health reasons or whatever but that's kind of obviously some some interesting and unideal timing there for the Huskies uh, additionally Wyoming and Illinois play uh, at three o'clock on that Saturday and of course we're going to go back over this a couple weeks from now Charlotte and, and FAU uh, North Texas, UTEP, Nevada at New Mexico State, and Vandy at Hawaii for your late night 9.30 p.m. kickoff. 
but we'll have a full slate. I mean, games kick off from 1130 in the morning, or excuse me, 11 a.m. in the morning all the way to 930. So you're going to have football for a significant chunk of your day on August the 27th. And again, it's there's there's a very small chance that anybody I'm talking to right now that, that your team plays <laughs> on that day. Because uh, there are not any Sunbelt or SEC teams on the slate, but uh, that's okay. Because we'll all have fun uh, cheering for... Yeah, I don't even know. I'm looking at this slate, and I'm like, I don't even know who I'd cheer for with these teams. We'll cheer for New Mexico State that day. Why not? They need a little extra love. They've been terrible for a long time. Other news from uh, around the college football landscape today. Uh, the the Big Ten, kind of uh, where a lot of the news was coming from today, due to their broadcast situation, and they have officially announced their new media rights deal. And it is with Fox and with CBS and with NBC and with Peacock. And this is going to run all the way through the, you know, 2930 season. And what they're going to do is they'll rotate their Big Ten championship with all three broadcast partners. And they'll have a ton of, well, all of their football and basketball broadcasts will also be streamed through Paramount and Peacock. And... There'll be some other instances where Peacock will have the exclusive rights to football and basketball games. But I know that whenever there's a big deal like this announced, I know what people want to know is, is what does the money look like? Well, obviously, it's, it is a lot. It yeah. is a lot. It's a SEC's lot. probably ticked today. Well, their time will, will come in the future. Well, I mean, they agreed to that new deal last year, which was $300 million over like eight years or whatever it was. $300 million a year. The Big Ten's deal is worth more than $7 billion plus escalators. Now, it's backloaded, and it won't begin until 2023. And $7 billion is the total number. But that's going to average out to more than $1 billion annually. Also, according to a Big Ten source, quote, we are not done expanding the when uh, USC and UCLA get added to the conference in 2024 the annual payout of over the lifetime of that agreement could be worth more than 70 million per member and that is just the media rights deal so that does not include um, any kind of additional conference reimbursement like your bowl money and your basketball tournament revenue and, and things like other sources where where programs get money it does not include those this is strictly for your tv you know broadcast streaming rights that's that's it 70 million per school per season um, those are crazy 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 numbers I, I continue to maintain that the asking price for uh <laughs> For a group of five schools, if 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 somebody is trying to pay you to show up and lose, that number needs to go up. It needs to be a minimum of two point five million dollars. Three million dollars would actually probably uh, be more in the neighborhood, but uh, but golly, that is a, a ton of money. There are some other inter- interesting kind of stories going on with with the Big Ten and with its new members. Uh, the UCLA Board of Regents had a meeting yesterday. And 
One of their regents said that, quote, all options are on the table, up to including preventing a Bruins exit, end quote. So, I mean, they do have the ability to retain authority and say, hey, guess what? You guys are, are not going to go. You guys are going to have to stay in the Pac-12. It would, it would be wild if a board did do that. And that would be a fascinating thing to watch yeah. unfold with somebody for somebody like myself who has no rooting interest. But it's it will be it will be kind of wild. But there was someone who went down a little bit of a, a rabbit hole in terms of what would happen if the UC Regents blocked UCLA from from moving, and that was uh, a guy named John Wilner, who, by the way, if that name is kind familiar but maybe not really familiar Wilner was the media member who originally broke the news that USC and UCLA would be going to the Big Ten so I'm going to go ahead and say this guy knows what he's talking about but he says that UCLA's move to the Big Ten cannot be viewed as a certainty now he says the likelihood of reversal is is very low probably only about 10 to 15 percent but he says quote that's not zero, end quote. He also talks about what could potentially happen if, if somehow UCLA ended up staying in the Pac-12. Now, obviously the Big Ten could just grab Stanford. And you keep, or you get, uh, you keep that foothold in, in California, except it's in the Bay Area. Um, but this is Wilner's, quote, outside the box thought. He said the Big Ten should then make the boldest play imaginable and go after Texas. Now, again, this is speculation and this is a rabbit hole and all of this would only be triggered if UCLA did not go to the Big Ten, which is probably not going to... This is, again, yeah. this is this is off-season chatter because we are still nine days out from anybody kicking off in college football and it's mostly teams that none of us care about. But man, this would be basically what I'm saying is this is this is a sports radio host dream <laughs> because we'd have content for days. Just you know, college football powers that be if you could wait until the summer to make this happen. So we've got you know this would be good summer content. Again, I want to make it clear if you're if you're hearing words like Stanford and Big Ten and Texas and Big Ten that that this is all this is all kind of these are. Sp- Speculation, hypotheticals, outside the box. Eight million dominoes would have to fall first, but it's it's a really interesting conversation to read, or an interesting kind of thought uh, thoughts here to to read from somebody who is very well connected in college football and especially in regards to the Pac-12. So interesting stuff there. Not necessarily real life going to happen, but just interesting interesting stuff. Uh, continuing. To look at other college football news, I, I did think it's interesting. You got all that money, of course, that's about to come into the Big Ten coffers. But there are some schools that are still having people struggle to, they're, they're still struggling to get people to, to buy some tickets. Now, one of those is is Rutgers, who I know has had its ups and downs, and it's in a weird fit there in the Big Ten. But I found it fascinating that Rutgers now has a new ticket seller. You can pick up Rutgers tickets at Costco, which 
there's not there's <laughs> not a Costco here in in Jonesboro, and I've ever ne- never actually been to one. But from from everything I understand, it's it's just a different version of Sam's, right? I, I think that's what it is. Yes. So if you could walk into Sam's and get <laughs> what they've got here is they've got these packages. It's uh, lower level sideline tickets. And basically, you save like thirty percent off the the ticket price, and they're just on on sale at Costco. Just football tickets on sale. It'd be fa- again, it'd be fascinating to watch you to Sam- walk into Sam's, and there's just like a line of football tickets for sale. Also, uh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. They're in the Big Ten have a, a a different kind of promotion as well. They've partnered with Red Baron. You know the frozen pizzas. To offer two tickets to fans that purchase three or more frozen pizzas at participating stores in the area. So, again, (laughs) football programs are trying to do things differently to be able to get people to buy their tickets. Because, continue to maintain that even with all of these changes in in college football, with the escalating media money and, and everything, like, there is nothing going on that is actually benefiting fans. And I do think at some point some fans are going to start pushing back significantly even if they haven't already uh cardinals up big big now against colorado and i tell you what let's go ahead and hit pause and we'll come back and get you updated on uh everything that's that's going on right now at bush stadium and what the cardinals have done in the bottom of the third more on that when we return here on the ticket nobody crunches the numbers like kara take that for data the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett Turfgrass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turfgrass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turfgrass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578 for pickup and delivery, visit their Facebook page and at pointsetturfgrass.com. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group Jonesboro has a state-of-the-art facility and is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has openings for a qualified production engineer, quality engineer, press operator, cost accountant, and accounts receivable specialist. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Apply today. That's ColsonGroupUSA.com. Get guaranteed low prices from a trusted local name at Bills Cost Plus. At Bills, you always say big with all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. This week, Prairie Fresh Baby Back Ribs, $3.88 a pound. Boxes of Ding Dong, Twinkies, or Chocolate Hostess Cupcakes, $1.98 each. A 24-ounce package of Petty Jean Bacon, selected varieties, $7.99. And Green Seedless Grapes, $1.48 a pound. Visit BillsCostPlus.com and like them on Facebook. Bills Cost Plus with three locations in Jonesboro. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for The Drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive, weekday afternoons from 3 to 6, right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Every day, Doctors Without Borders teams confront hard facts in conflict and crisis zones. 
When others might look away, we step in to act. Because measles still kills more than 100,000 children every year. We're there to vaccinate over a million worldwide, including those affected by the current outbreak in Democratic Republic of Congo. Because half of all maternal deaths occurred during delivery or within 24 hours, we've assisted more than 1.4 million births around the world, including care for new mothers in Afghanistan. Because some countries only have one or two mental health professionals, we offer counseling and clinical care, providing over 400,000 mental health consultations worldwide last year, including care for migrants and refugees on the dangerous journey north from Central America. The fact is, your acts of care and compassion make our life-saving work possible. Picture the impact we can have together. DoctorsWithoutBorders.org You know that feeling? Like every door is closing and you just can't see a way out? Being unemployed, underemployed, or just out of school feels a lot like that. But when you find the right tools, suddenly everything just clicks. Getting on that path may be easier than you think. A good place to start? Go to findsomethingnew.org. At findsomethingnew.org, you have access to resources that help develop new skills. Skills that will position you for careers in today's growing industries. From healthcare and manufacturing to cybersecurity and alternative energy. Plus, you can take advantage of online courses, certification programs, apprenticeships, and more. So you can take yourself from unemployed and uncertain to empowered and prepared for what's next. Find your path to a new career today. Visit findsomethingnew.org. A message from the Ad Council. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Middle of the fourth inning for Cardinals and Rockies at Bush Stadium. And I'm probably not even describing it accurately if I say this one is all Cardinals so far. But uh, 10 to nothing is the current score at Bush. And the Cardinals so far have scored in every inning. I don't, if I don't. I don't think. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're not going to keep that up today. They do. Holy moly. It might be an all-timer of a, of a final. But, uh, but you know, the Cardinals, uh, we've already recapped how they scored three in the first and two in the second. But a five-run bottom of the third just unfolded, and it was it was kind of special. Uh, you go back to, to that bottom of the third, and, of course, the Rockies have already gone to their pin today due to an injury to their starter and it's not really a good day for Austin Gore for uh, Austin Gomer. Walked the first battery saw, walked the second battery saw on five pitches, then Carlson singled to make it 6 to nothing. He was unable to get a couple outs, but he walked Lars Newtbar. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but Austin Gomer is a lefty. So, Ollie Marmol, even though it's only the bottom of the third, decided to bring in a pinch hitter for his DH, Brendan Donovan. And I think already you might know where this story is going because who is it right now on that Cardinals roster that 
is just crushing lefties? And who is it on this Cardinals roster that was homering about one out of every nine at-bats? And who is it on this Cardinals roster that is on a quest for 700 that we asked you about just a couple days ago? Yeah, or Albert Pujols came in, and on the second pitch he saw, hit his first ever career pinch hit grand slam. 10-0 Cardinals lead, career home run number 690. I'm going to get chills just thinking about the potential of 700. It is a pretty cool thing to be alive at the same time that Albert Pujols is playing baseball. It's uh, it's nice. It is very fun. Very fun to watch. Uh, so, uh, yeah, then 1-2-3 went the... Uh, with the Rockies after that, so I think they've already quit on the game, and I don't know if I can really blame them. <laughs> I hope Wenton Bernard has a good game today for the Rockies. That's that's all I got. Uh, it is it is very very lopsided already. Although at least uh, so far, with one out in the bottom of the fourth, Austin Gomer has not walked anybody this inning. So that's about the nicest thing I can say about his outing today. It's it's tough, tough going for the Rockies today. Uh, but obviously, I would, if you're even a little bit of a Cardinal fan and you didn't watch it live or you've been listening to us or whatever, you're obviously going to go want to watch that Granny by Albert. Pretty, pretty cool moment. Just again, 10 away now from 700. Just need seven to pass A-Rod on the all-time home run leaderboard. And... Again, not that anything is is ever guaranteed in baseball, but it just it seems like Albert's seeing it pretty well right now, <laughs> hitting those lefties pretty well right now. And so it's it's you don't have to do a lot of mental gymnastics to picture him getting to seven hundred yeah. or at least topping a. He should be in the lineup every day, <sighs> even if he's batting ninth against right-handed pitchers. Maximize his plate appearances because that's a pretty cool storyline yeah yeah it, it it is but man he's bad against righties and I, I mean and that's my guy and I feel bad for saying it out loud but uh, he is you know he, he he just you go and you look at at his splits this year and again against against left-handed pitching man he's just he's so good and he's so spot on and he's he's been everything they wanted him to be He's batting 354 against lefties. Six home runs against lefties in just 79 at-bats. Um, but then you look at, at those right-handed numbers, and it's that average drops to, to 176. And yes, he has had uh, you know a decent amount of walks against, against righties, and, and he's had four home runs against righties. So I, I get the argument there in terms of playing him all the time, but... I just, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> also, uh, one other thing to note. Albert Pujols is now just two bases behind Stan Musial all time in the uh, the career total bases list. And this is a very, very historic list. Nobody is ever going to catch Hank Aaron because he's at 68.56. But Albert's at 61.32. Stan is at 61.34. Albert just, you know, goes and works in another home run today. <laughs> he passes Stan and, uh, you know, gets to 691. 
I do think the Cardinals are slated. I'm going to pull up this schedule here for a moment. As you guys, uh, if you don't mind to bear with me while I click around for, for just a couple seconds. I, I do think the Cardinals are slated to face a couple of lefty starters this weekend. And, and if that's the case, you know, you get, you have some great opportunities for him there. Let us uh, pull up the slate here for St. Louis as they are going to be squaring off against Arizona over the next three days. And this series will be in Arizona coming up tomorrow. They're going to be facing Tommy Henry. Bats left, throws left. Coming up on Saturday, they're going to be facing Madison Bumgarner. Bats right, throws left. I do think on Sunday it's a righty, but we'll double check for St. Louis at uh, at Arizona. They're going to be facing uh, Merrill Kelly. Everybody talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, he's a righty. But it looks like there's a great chance we're going to see Albert in the starting lineup over the next couple of games. Pretty cool stuff. Again, over the past 28 or so days, Albert has homered in one out of every nine at-bats. Just go ahead and pencil him in for one more in this series against the Diamondbacks. Why not? It's uh, it's a lot of fun to watch right now. I'm going to hit pause so I can go loop this highlight. Watch this a couple more times on loop, and uh, we'll come back and wrap things up with you on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Welcome back to a new school year, faculty and students. The road to success starts today, and you can't get there on bald tires. Don't let back-to-school expenses keep you from driving to success. Local Tire and Wheel has the best payment options on the tires you need and the wheels you want. All backed by the area's best customer service. And you asked, and Local Tire and Wheel heard your request. That's why they now offer six months, same as cash. You get the cash price, but you have six months to pay. And if you need longer to pay, Local Tire and Wheel will build an easy payment plan that fits your budget. Plus, there's no credit check and everyone gets approved. So tires are something most of us don't budget for. But when we need them, we need them. And Local Tire and Wheel is here to help. They're your one-stop shop for quality tires and quality service that fits every budget. And don't let those back-to-school expenses keep you from driving to success. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Do you have significant manufacturing Manufacturing experience. In addition to offering weekend shifts with 40 hours paid for 36 hours work and seasonal shift incentives with bigger bonuses and increased starting pay, Linux Industries in Stuttgart is now hiring individuals with significant manufacturing experience at above their current entry level rate. Experienced individuals can start at $16.15 an hour for the first shift and $16.90 for a second shift at Linux. Linux also offers excellent benefits, including full medical and a free on site clinic for employees employees and their families and work inside an air-conditioned factory. Bigger bonuses and increased starting pay for seasonal shifts. Weekend shifts that pay 40 hours for 36 hours worked. And now starting pay above current entry-level rates for individuals with significant manufacturing experience. Come join the Linux team, the leading HVAC company in America. Call 870-672-8161 or apply online at linuxinternational.com careers. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. 
so you know that Mr. T's is the place for the coldest beer at the best prices. So as summer winds down, it's time for you to make the drive to Mr. T's. Because right now, Bud, Bud Light, and Miller Light 30 packs are just $20.95. So whether it's one final trip to the river or the lake, getting ready for tailgate season, or just restocking the fridge, head across those Kahlua-colored waters to Mr. T's at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in the curve at Red Onion. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Hey, St. Louis Cardinal fans, we want you and your business at United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. If you have property to sell, call me, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159 to get your property sold. Cardinals fans are some of my favorite customers. The real estate market is hot and inventory is low from everything selling so fast. Whether you have a home in Jonesboro or Paragould, a farm or ranch, waterfront property, or a country home with acreage in northeast Arkansas, we can sell it. United Country Scenic Rivers Realty and the Cardinals. Now that's a winning combination. Hey y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement. Your home for Bad Boy Ferris, Altos, and Xmark. Four proven industry leaders in the zero-turn mowers. Check out our dependable, hard-working, up-for-any-job-you-need-to-tackle tractor lines from Massey Ferguson Bad Boy. From Echo Power Tools to premium implements from Woods and Bad Boy and locally made MEB trailers, Cox Implement has you covered from top to bottom. With three locations to better serve you in Hoxie, Highland, and Jonesboro. Cox Implement. Equipment you can count on. People you can trust. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. Grilling season is here, and Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with name brands like Traeger, Weber, The Big Green Egg, and Blackstone. Get free assembly and free delivery now at Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate with you uh, to wrap things up today. Again, if you're just joining us, it is a very bad, no good, terrible day for the Colorado Rockies at Bush Stadium. Of course, that does mean... Things are going pretty good for you if you're a Cardinals fan. It's 10 to nothing St. Louis. But when I say no good, very bad, terrible day for, for the Rockies, obviously that that is a lopsided score uh, as the Cardinals are about to sweep Colorado. But also, they've had a couple injuries to deal with today. We've mentioned a few times that their starting pitcher was taken out of the game, just had a one of those bad fielding plays and... Uh, the people who were watching at the time, I've just been keeping up on the game cast, but the people who were watching this game said it was very similar to the play, the fielding play where Steven Matz tore his MCL. So that is, I mean, that's just not good news for the Rockies pitcher. Additionally, Charlie Blackman has left this game with injury for the Rockies. So they are just, they're probably very, very glad they don't have to come to St. Louis again for a <laughs> very long time because nothing, nothing is is going their way today. Uh, there's, uh, I guess, uh, the one, if, the one negative from that game, it's not even a negative. I mean, but the Cardinals did not score. I feel like that's almost groundbreaking. The Cardinals did not score the bottom of the fourth. Uh, the only inning so far they have yet to score today, but 10 to nothing. Of course, uh, it's airing right now on 95.9, the Wolf. Uh, a lot that I wanted to get to today that we, we did not, uh, including the release of the Memphis Grizzlies schedule, because... All of a sudden, not that it is news to us in this area, but uh, it looks like the Grizzlies have arrived, (laughs) at least in terms of arrived in the national conversation. 
There's 18 national television games coming up this year. And there's an additional 10 that are going to be on NBA TV. So, I mean, that's, that's more than a quarter of all of the Memphis games that are going to be on some kind of high-profile affiliate. There's going to be 11 games this year on ESPN and ABC. And I think that is right at about how many the Grizzlies had the last two years combined. So all of a sudden, ESPN has gone not necessarily all in on Memphis, but this is definitely a different level of treatment than we've ever seen the Grizzlies receive in the past. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, the big news, the big news in terms of the 22-23 schedule was something that we already knew about in the fact that the Grizzlies are going to be playing their first ever Christmas Day game. Uh, that will happen against Golden State. But again, it's just, I, I'll be honest, I got so excited about the TV news that I didn't even necessarily look at, I guess, the the intricacies of the schedule, to be honest with you. I didn't I didn't take a, a long time to look at wonky road trips or to see if it's backloaded or front-loaded uh, with good teams. I kind of honestly did a bad job of evaluating it. Uh, they do have a couple of, of four-game road trips along the way. They've got a pretty big road trip in January, just a couple of weeks before the All-Star break when they have to uh, play one, two, three, four, five on the West Coast, including the Lakers, Phoenix, and Golden State. A couple of four-game road trips, a four-game homestand or two, and uh, it does kind of stink that they're going to close out with three on the road. Yeah. They actually have, like, a lot of travelable weekend games on the road. Okay. Like, they play Oklahoma City on a Saturday in December. They play New Orleans on a weekend. They play Dallas on a weekend. So, like, a lot of these places that you could travel, you know, if you want to go watch the Grizzlies on the road, they actually play, like, some of those weekend games, which is nice. That is nice. It's not bad at all. Just make a weekend out of it. Go see something fun. Yeah, like, they play in Atlanta on a Sunday. Like, it's worked out pretty good. Scrolling here. Sorry, I know that uh, radio silence is not not necessarily the best, but it should be should be a fun season. I'm going to be interested to see how the Grizzlies react to the national spotlight. Um, even though last year was was a good year, they were still very much in what I felt like an under the radar team, at least at the beginning of the season. They don't get that this year. Um, also, and even though I love it as a fan, they they have talked a lot. This is a Grizzlies team that likes to chirp. And I enjoy it, but if you're going to spend an entire season and then an entire offseason chirping, you're going to have to get on the court and, and back it up because you're going to start getting better efforts from your opposition. Because even though, you know, you'd, you'd like to think that teams don't play up or play down to their competition, but we know that happens and we know that happens across every level, including uh, among professional athletes. So they're going to start getting a lot more great efforts night in, night out from everybody involved season tips off october the 19th uh, it is going to tip off in memphis and it's going to tip off against the new york knicks so that is two months and one day so we've got I mean, we've got this massive list of stuff to look forward to now over the next couple of months and it's it's pretty amazing eight days until the high school football season kicks off in northeast arkansas nine days until week zero of college football 16 days 
Till Arkansas State football, what a time to be alive. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Appreciate Keith Merritt joining us for hour number one. And also, thank you to Arkansas State men's basketball coach Mike Bellotto for joining us as well. We'll have that conversation uploaded later on this afternoon at 953thetickets.com. Keep it here. The setup with Cade Carlton is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And then the Workday Red Zone will return at noon. For Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.